computer. Marisa, good to see you. Okay, welcome everyone. So Naturally Healthy Club week 25. So this is the second last week of the September 2023 group, class of September 23. And this week we are talking about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite thoughts of all time. I always solve my problems. So I wanted to start this by, I want you to think about, and this may be something health related, but it may be something else. But just think about a big problem that you've had in your life or even like not so big a problem, but something that at the time felt really like big, yeah, that felt like hard, like, like how am I going to solve this? <laughs> and that now you've solved that problem. So maybe it was you were a smoker like I used to be and you're like, oh, how am I ever going to quit? It's so hard to quit. And now like, you know, 30 years later, I'm like, oh no, can't be 30 years, 25 years later, I'm like, I can't believe I ever smoked. Or maybe it was something that you, maybe it was like a relationship that you had that you were, that that was difficult that you've now since either moved on from, or maybe it was like, I remember trying to get pregnant and at the time just like, you know, it took forever. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do this. And it was so scary, but I really wanted it. And like, but I was like 39 and I was like, and had all these things, but so just think of, bring up one of the, bring a problem to mind and then like notice how like the fact that you've solved that problem is just like, you just, it's, you don't hardly even think about it. It's just not on your radar. It's just, it's just that that's part of, that this is your new life. Um, um, yeah. So, so I, I want you to do that because we want to build the evidence that that exercise is really helpful for building evidence that you are a problem solver and that that's, and really human beings, we are for all our many flaws, we are amazing at solving problems. So we want to go into any problem that we do have reminding ourselves of this strength that we have in, in problem solving. And it's mad. Like it just, it's such a good way to get that little bit of a confidence boost and also to put the problem, the current problem that we're in the river of misery with, put that in perspective and just remember, oh yeah, like this is what it feels like when I'm in the middle of a problem and yes, it sucks. And yes, it's awful, but I've been here before and I know I've got out onto dry land and I can do that again. So we're going to go, we're going to, to talk more about this in, um, in when we, we get into the, the main section of the lesson today. And also I want you to think about like, what is the one thing, like think about something that you need some guidance on in order to move forward on your naturally healthy journey. And just trust that you're going to get exactly what you need. Um, and we don't need to know how that's going to happen. Like, but you'll get what, the guidance that you need today. We'll set that intention for today's call. Okay, so our plan for today is I'm going to go through our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy and we're going to uh, go through our process, Naturally Healthy Club process. We've got a bit of news to share and we'll do a quick recap of last week's lesson around navigating derailments. And then we're going to, I'm going to share with you my problem solving framework. So, and yeah, do a deep dive into this um, problem solving. And if you, if a problem comes to mind that you're in at the moment, we can, um, I'm open to having volunteers to, to problem solve with, and then we'll, we'll um, want to go around the group and hear some weekly wins from you. And then also um, do any coaching that we need to do. Um, and actually there's, there's some coaching. I hope I pasted that in. 
Oh yeah, coaching from Christine. So um, we can do that as well. Okay, so naturally healthy got philosophy. I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. Setting intentions gives me the best of both worlds, our new addition into our philosophy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. There's no rush on any whenever we're eating anything, but also on our journey to becoming naturally healthy. Like we can take our time and enjoy that journey. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And that's just to bring that acceptance into our experience of weighing ourselves. How do I want this to go? Super helpful question for setting intentions when you're about, like when you're thinking about future stuff. And then the other thought that goes that I've been playing around with and I'm finding very effective in the moment is, do I want this? So when I find myself, uh, and I was going to talk about this when we talked about setting intentions, but I'll just... I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll save that thought and we'll talk about do I want this when we talk about setting intentions. Um, overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future or I can have this I can have this later. I change best when I feel good. Just that reminder to notice your progress and that even when you aren't making as much progress as you like, there are it's never all or nothing. There's always something that is working and it's important to recognize that because that gives you dopamine, it gives you that fuel to keep going. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. It feels so good being intentional. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this. I can, and I, I can do this. Okay, so our Naturally Healthy Club process, remember four parts, L-I-T-E, L for listening to our bodies, but also listening to our souls, like giving ourselves what we need. And the thought that goes along with that is, first of all, like overeating isn't worth it for the times where we're tempted to overeat when we know we've had enough. And then the other thought that's really helpful for listening to to our souls is just what do I really need? And that's incredibly helpful when we find ourselves turning to food for comfort, for boredom, for all the like whatever reason. And we know we're not really hungry, but we're like just looking for something like just asking yourself, what do I really need is a great way to uncover. Oh yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> I just need something. I need to find something to do. Oh yeah. I'm feeling a bit anxious. I like need to, or I feel a bit lonely. I just need to like, find, or maybe I just feel really tired. I just should go to bed, like whatever it is. Um, that's a, a really helpful thought. So, so we're in our listen, yeah, we're listening to our bodies, but also to, to, to our wise, the wisest part of us as well. Like our, our whole ourselves as a whole being, um, then we've got I for making intentional choices and the thought that goes along with that. So the two thoughts that I've been playing around with one, how do I want this to go when I'm thinking about my day, when I'm about to start baking something or like just setting that intention for what's about, what's going to happen. And then the other thought that I've found really helpful lately is do I want this? And so when I find myself eating something that I like haven't really set an intention for, like it isn't something that I've planned out and it's, I've like kind of no, not, I don't know. I don't really want, no, it's just if eating something unintentionally 
just taking a pause and asking, do I want this is a really great way to kind of have a reset in that moment and make it a, bring that, that bring our intentional, like our naturally healthy prefrontal cortex into the decision-making process. So like on the weekend, it was Finbar's birthday. So I did a lot of baking and I set the, so I made cookies. I set the intention to make like ice cream sandwiches and set the intention to bake the cookies without eating any cookie dough or doing anything with the mixture. And I did that, which was great. Um, and so the, how do I want this to go was really helpful for that baking exercise. Then I was baking the, his birthday cake. I made this white chocolate mud cake. And I think there was an error in the recipe. So I was following someone else's recipe. And anyway, so this cake like spilling out of the tin, like I knew the tins were too small. <laughs> um, anyway, so like I clean, got the cake out of the oven and there was like all this kind of cooked cake on the bottom of the oven. And so I started like pulling it out and like started eating it. And I was like, do I want this? And I was like, no, what am I doing? <laughs> like, it was so mad that I just, like, there were all these crispy bits on the bottom of the oven that I like in a, in a moment I had thought that they would be delicious. But then I was like, do I want this? No, like we were going to be having the cake that night. Like I wanted to, I really wanted to save my stomach space for, to have the cake properly when it was properly iced and to have it with cream. So I just like threw it in the um, scrap bucket for the chickens. And it was just really helpful. And there were, then there was another time when with this same cake uh, where I was, it was like a white chocolate ganache as the, um, as the frosting. And because it was a really hot day, the ganache was like too runny. And so then, it, then I chilled it and then it was too cold. And so it was just like this disaster trying to ice this cake. And it looked like so mangled. <laughs> and so I just found myself like starting to lick it, like pick at the, the, the ganache and just because I was stressed and I was just, then I was paused again and went, do I want this? I was like, no, I want to wait until we sit down. And so, yeah, like this thought is really, really helpful. And I, I think the re and the reason why it's helpful is that it, it brings some conscious, it brings our rational, like our prefrontal cortex online in those moments when we're making those choices. And oftentimes a lot of that stuff is unconscious. Like I didn't I, there was no conscious thought of me looking at the ganache going, oh, white chocolate ganache is amazing. Like give me some sugar now. Like there were no conscious thoughts. It was just, it was just start, it just started putting it in my mouth. So like to, I think uh, when you notice that's those types of things, and it doesn't have to be a baking thing. Maybe it's your eating, like, you know, you've had enough, you're at a restaurant, you know, you've had enough to eat, but there's still food on the table. And so you find yourself picking more and keep going back for more. And so in those moments, just pausing and going, do I really want this or do I want this is a really helpful question. And so actually, and I had meant to, I, um, so the call that I did this, the February call I did for the staying naturally healthy group, we did that last week. And I shared with them about uh, a really great book I've been reading. I've read recently called The Chimp Paradox, and it's written by a psychologist and it's, he has a really interesting metaphor for explaining the different parts of our human brain. So if you remember, like we've got our prefrontal cortex, which is like the most evolved part of our brain that can think about future consequences and it can plan for things. And it, it's, it's the, it's a naturally healthy brain. Like that's the part of our brain we want to use when we're making decisions about food, because then we can weigh up, you know, whether something is worth it to have now or whether, um, and like, so it, it can balance that getting pleasure with, but also with our long-term goals and feeling good on the scale the next day and, and, and finding that balance between enjoyment and 
and you know achieving our goals so he calls that the human brain but I, I like to think of it as a naturally healthy brain and then the other part of our brain that we often use to make decisions around food is uh, the amygdala so also known as the reptile reptilian brain or the um or the emotional brain and it he calls it your chimp he, he's like it, that's your chimp brain <laughs> and so it's like you've got a chimpanzee inside your head and it, and i think that, that that metaphor is really great because the chimp wants like it wants bananas and it wants them now <laughs> like it doesn't care about getting fat it doesn't care about it's you know whatever like feeling crap later it just wants bananas now and or whatever it is now and so I think this, this, um, this, this, when you're thinking about, like when you're in that, in those moments, actually recognizing, oh, hang on, my chimp's making choices here. My chimp was like, was stressed out and was like, I'm stressed out about this cake, like not looking good. Like, let's just have some icings, like let's have some ganache so we can taste good. And so in that moment, when I ask myself, like, do I want this? That like asking yourself that can, is a, like, it's like this direct line to your prefrontal cortex to your naturally healthy brain and it lets the chimp just be in the background there but it like kind of puts the chimp in a cage so it's not or in a in a box so that it's not making or it's not making as much noise and then it helps you tune into to your prefrontal cortex and sends a blood flow there so that you can use that part of your brain to make the decisions so I, I've been having fun playing around with that and my Irishman read the book too and he so we've been talking about our chimp brains um, so if you find that metaphor helpful of course go for it but if you don't if it if it feels freaky to you to have a chimp in your brain of course don't 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 worry about it but just this question that thought of getting into the habit of asking yourself like do I want this is really great is really helpful like if you're in halfway through a tub of ice cream in front of the tv and you're like oh do i really want this like any anytime if there's a there's a little window to bring in and if you, and sometimes the answer will be yes i do want this ganache yes i do want that ice cream and then you and keep going then but then it, then you've made a like a, a an intentional choice about whatever it is that you're having and so you're less likely to feel regret about it afterwards and it's going to help you like achieve your goals more more quickly. Uh, so yeah, that's intentional choices and the, our chimp brain versus non-chimp brain. And actually, the other thing that he says in the book is that I find have found really helpful is that between like um, eleven p.m. and seven a.m., which I think like during overnight basically, because you're meant to be sleeping and your prefrontal cortex is meant to be resting, all the blood flow goes to the chimp brain. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, you know how like you wake up and it's like you're thinking and it's like catastrophizing and it's like the world's going to end and all these things are horrible and you've done all these awful things and like you know you're in this river of misery thoughts that's your chimp he, he said like in the middle of the night waking up those thoughts are always from the chimp brain like from the amygdala and so what what can be really helpful and actually um Adine had posted in the group that she did this she woke up and she was like in gloom and doom and she was like hang on that's my chimp brain not going to not going there chimp brain like go to sleep chimp and she was able to get back to sleep and I did that the other night as well like it was really helpful to in the middle of the night tell your chimp no it's time to sleep chimp let's worry about this later um so yeah you can have some fun with your have some fun with your chimp okay and so that's making intentional choices and the habits that go along with um, making intentional choices are our daily practice so setting those intentions for the day and also intent being intentional with our serving sizes and I think 
those two points, like having those two touch points as part of your naturally healthy like habits is so helpful because you've got the the setting intentions for the day is great to give you that bigger picture. But then when you're actually serving out food, just setting that intention in that moment of like, oh, hang on, how much do I really need here? How much do I really want here? Is um, just is, is really helpful because the amount of food that you put on your plate, like if you get that right, then you don't have to leave food behind and it just, it makes, you can just finish your plate and that makes it really easy. So if there's one thing in our process that you are going to focus on at any time, making intentional choices, like being intentional with your serving sizes is the key. And if you're not serving something out, (laughs) actually intentionally serving it out. So rather than grabbing that handful of nuts, putting them in a bowl first and then putting the, the rest of the nuts away and sitting down. Or if you're having some chips, like putting them in a plate or a bowl or just you know, grabbing a, a, whatever serving size pack and putting the rest of the way before you start eating is so helpful for keeping that those serving sizes in a, a, a good, good way. Okay, then we've got tea for tracking and the thought that goes along with that, we've already said, and the habit is daily weighing. And then we've got E for enjoyment and the thought that goes on with that is there's no rush and our habit for enjoyment, just slowing down, putting our cutlery down and then also like anticipating something delicious. So we're looking forward to having delicious things and planning things in like, oh, Bimbo's birthday cake or, um, you know, maybe you haven't had sushi for a while, like actually thinking of something that you haven't had for a while and giving yourself that permission to have it and planning ahead so you get to to enjoy the anticipation as well as the having of it. Okay, so in terms of news, post of the week prize this week went to Deb and she said, I've struggled and to continue to do so. Actually, I can't remember what the title was of this, but anyway, she's, she's like, I've struggled and continue to do so, but I've been encouraged by many of you, my fellow NHCers, um, by hearing your stories on the calls, expressing how your journey had fits and starts and sometimes takes more time than expected to see results. I came across the the thoughts below, lightly edited for uh, clarity on reaching goals from an email newsletter by Laura of Get Organized Headquarters. Her words remind me of coaching. And um, I won't read what she she said there. Um, Oh, yeah, I might as well. Um, So so what Deb had shared was um, from this person, Laura, Do you ever feel like your plans are failing? Sometimes you need to try again. Just because you hit a wall once or twice or seven times doesn't mean that you you will the next time. There are some things that you just don't know and you'll you'll have a breakthrough and find what you're looking for. Just because you've hit a wall doesn't mean that you aren't making progress. It simply means that you have to dust yourself off and decide what the best next step is. And one last tip for those days when you're feeling discouraged, remember that it's easy to fixate on what's going wrong, even when there is an awful lot going right. Um, So yeah, so the negativity bias. When you're feeling down and unmotivated, try making a list of of recent successes, however big or tiny or small they may be. So which is an excellent, good, excellent idea, like post in the group, share a tiny win, (laughs) just share one. Um, And then Deb had said six months definitely qualifies as a no rush time period in my mind, but it hasn't been enough time for me to see results. I'm trying to stay positive and maintain my hope in the process and remember that a goal worth accomplishing is worth continued effort. 
lifelong in this case. So celebrating Deb for sharing those words of wisdom. I think that's, that's really inspirational and, and that's it. It's like, we just need to, like, if we haven't got the result that we want, we just need to keep trying and keep experimenting and trying different things because eventually we will get there. And the only, just, I think one of my favorite thoughts around this one when I'm feeling discouraged is that the only way I really fail is when I stop trying. So when I just keep trying, that means I'm still in the game and, and really I'm still, still succeed. Like I'm still, I've got a, I've got a chance to succeed if I keep going. So um, yeah, celebrating Deb for, for sharing that. Of course, like it sucks when we, when we are in struggle land and we are feeling like it's not working. And especially like when we have been on a, a journey of doing something for six months, but like for most of us, you know, we've had decades and decades of eating a certain way. So in order to steer that ship in this different direction, sometimes six months like is a, is a good amount of time, but for some people it's, it's just starting to, the ship's only starting to turn. And so we need to keep like, it, it is going to take, take longer and that's okay. Like, and, and also I want you to, anyone who's feeling discouraged, I want you to remember like, and just do this little thought experiment that, that what we're doing in the Naturally Healthy Club, like, has it been hard? Like, have you been like, like, like eating like food that you didn't enjoy or like, you know, has, has your experience with food, like, so maybe the scale's not moving, but has your experience with food been you know, worse or better than before you joined the Naturally Healthy Club? And I, yeah, for most of us, it's better. Like, we're not restricting we're not denying ourselves we're getting to enjoy things we're slowing down we're appreciating food like that is so yes maybe the scale isn't moving but if you're you've changed your like relationship with food and there's more it's less of a love hate thing and more of a love love thing like that's something to celebrate and something to notice and something to feel really good about because like yes of course we like we we want to change how we feel in our bodies but that first step of changing how we feel about food and not being in restriction or not denying ourselves and giving ourselves pleasure and getting to enjoy food like that's huge and that's very much worth celebrating so okay so that was thank you deb for inspiring inspiring that um in terms of what's next so new groups starting in march so not next week but the week after and um so you guys are welcome to, if you're ready to complete your membership, great. You need to let me know. But if you want to continue on, there's the Staying Naturally Healthy group. And that isn't a six-month commitment. It's You can just stay for one month or two months or have a long you like. And basically with that, you get everything that you get in the current group, um, but then you also get extra monthly calls. And there's going to be some new um, grab-and-go trainings so that you guys will get that I'm creating for the new group that you guys will also get if you stay on. And I'm also going to be introducing an accountability system that you are welcome to, um, to enroll in if you, if you'd like to, to continue on. And there are also with the staying naturally healthy group, there are some bonus classes that I've done around different aspects of things that I've worked on in my life. So it's not just health stuff, but um, so things like relationships, marriage stuff, uh, my relationship with time, sex, aging well, gut health. And then I'm going to be doing a new bonus lesson every month for that, for the staying naturally healthy group. And so the next one's going to be on hormones. And then um, actually you can, you guys, if you haven't already, 
you can vote for what the future lessons are going to be. I'll just, I've got a little survey running. So if you can just, I'll just put, paste that in the chat so you can share your thoughts on what, what we should, what we should cover. And um, yeah, so that's, 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 that's the staying naturally healthy, healthy group. So you need to let me know whether you're going to complete at the end of Feb or whether you want to continue on with, on with that. Um, oh yeah. And I've got applications open for the new group. So tell your friends, I'll just post the, um, just get them to go to stone soup to the, um, I'll paste the link in here. Um, cause that has all, like the, there's a video on the invitation page and has like a, where to apply and all the, all the details are on there. Amazing. Yeah. So tell your friends, get more, we need more naturally healthy people. It'll be fun. Okay. So we'll just quickly navigate, uh, navigate, we'll quickly recap last week's lesson on how to navigate derailments. Um, okay. Tracy's asked, what are your thoughts on set point and your body readjusting to lower, um, lower your set point? Okay. Um, Great question, Trace. So I'll ask, I'll answer that when we get to the um, to the coaching coaching section. But yeah, I have thoughts <laughs> definitely. Um, okay, so um, how to navigate derailments? So so with derailments, just remember that it's not if you're going to get derailed or something's going to come up. It's when, <laughs> and life happens to everyone. And so what we want to do is the difference between like a derailment causing major problems and a derailment just being a little derailment is having minimum requirement habits. So these are habits that like brushing your teeth, because remember like if people's lives are going crazy. No one goes, oh, look, my dental hygiene is really suffering. I have to stop brushing my teeth. Like everyone keeps brushing their teeth. And so we want to have you, what is really helpful to do is to just decide, set an intention of what you want your minimum requirements to be for you staying naturally healthy. And so I would highly recommend weighing yourself every day, regardless of what else is going on in life. And also um, like having some, some way to be intentional. So for my, for me, that's my daily practice. Like regardless, like what, whatever's going on, if I'm traveling or uh, you know, stuff's going on, I'm really busy. I still take those few minutes a day for myself to just think through my food day, like think through my food and alcohol of what, what, what's going, what's going to happen today. Think through the timing of my meals and just those two things are so helpful for keeping me on track in being a naturally healthy person. Um, so I invited you last week to think about what your minimum requirement habits are and to just remember. And if you do like get into the middle of a crisis and you're like, Oh, I haven't done my daily practice no, like don't make it a big deal, but just go, oh yeah, that was my minimum requirement. I want to do this for me. It's going to help me navigate this in a healthier way and just get back to doing it. Like no, there's no need to guilt or shame yourself around it, but you can just have that, that, or maybe you just go, okay, I'm just, whatever, I'm just going to weigh myself through this. Or maybe you're going to be like, okay, whatever's going on, I'm going to make sure that when I'm eating, I'm going to serve myself out food rather than getting into random grazing mode. Like it doesn't matter what the minimum requirement is, but what is what does matter is that you set that intention now that, yeah, this is something that I'm going to keep doing for me. Okay. Did anyone have any questions from that from last week? No, we're good. Okay. Um, so now let's talk about I always solve my problems. And 
basically this is a way to coach yourself and so and being able to coach yourself is such a helpful it's helpful for navigating to your ailments as well actually now that I think about it but there are like as a human there are always times where we get into difficult difficult times and so what we want to do is like have a way have a framework so that we can so that we are able to solve our problems and, and move past them rather than getting stuck in the problems and swirling and staying staying in um, you know a, a pool of misery. And so the first thing that we started this call with was just to remind yourself that you are a problem solver because when we are feeling overwhelmed and we're feeling like we're not making progress, it can be easy to start to feel a little bit helpless. So doing this, this first step to con- reconnect you with your, like your, that reminding yourself that you're more powerful than you think, reminding yourself that you're a problem solver is, it's not essential, but it, it does make it the process a lot easier. So just go through, like when you're finding yourself in a, a situation, like just thinking about a problem that you have now solved and just reminding yourself, I'm a problem solver. The next step is to to approach it from um, like just radically accepting the situation where you are now. So rather than like judging and shaming yourself, uh, I should be so much further along. I should be in a better position. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be struggling with this anymore. Because if, if you're in the shoulds and shouldn'ts and that judging, shaming thoughts are going on in your head, it makes it harder to see solutions because you're stuck in the, you're thinking in the problem. And so just by radically accepting, like, of course, this feels hard. Of course, I'm struggling is a key, like is, is the key next step to helping again, calm down all that. Cause when we have a problem, you've got the problem part, but then we pile on a layer and layer of like judgment and shame. So we can, half the problem can be solved and half the bad feelings can be removed by just radically accepting that, oh, this is where I'm at. Of course, this sucks. And of course, I'm feeling like discouraged. Okay, great. So then like that problem layer, like the problem's actually smaller now because we're just going to focus on the problem. And then what I find really helpful is just to get curious about what am I actually thinking about this situation and do a brain dump on all the negative unintentional thoughts that I'm having about whatever it is. And so actually we might do that now. We'll just like do a brain dump on what are your, all the thoughts that you're thinking at the moment about being naturally healthy or not, not being, or not being where you want to be in your goals. If that, if that's okay. So it can, it can be positive thoughts. It can be negative thoughts. Um, so we'll just, I'll just give you guys a couple of minutes to just let's, let's get some thoughts out on paper so then we can have some things to uncover to coach on. Does anyone have any questions around, around doing that or clear on what we need to do? We're good. Okay, great. Right away. Yeah. Just, and don't judge it. Just get the thoughts out. What, what am I thinking about my naturally healthy journey?
And then when you've got your thoughts out on paper and you can take like, it can be like just a couple of minutes like that, or you could spend you know, half an hour of like 20 minutes writing or just writing and getting the thoughts out. I like to just write until like, till I just kind of get it. I'm getting a bit, bit like a, I've got nothing more to say here, but just a, a few minutes can be helpful because often the, the most potent thoughts will come out in the beginning. And then what you want to do is just look at those thoughts and just choose the, the thought that jumped, like read through it and just choose the thought, like underline it or circle it that has the most emotional charge for you that that feels like the oh that's really you know got a lot of juice to it or it it feels really like you feel a strong reaction to it and just notice how that thought makes you feel and oftentimes just the 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 getting it out of your head onto paper and seeing it in front of you you go oh wow that's really not helping me to think that thought so it might be you know, it might be, I've been trying so hard and it's not working, like if the, or whatever the thought is. And then what we want to do is like, is just notice how that thought makes you feel and how that thought is keeping you stuck. And then ex- like experiment with just like letting that thought go and choosing another thought to focus your direction on that's feel, that's going to feel more neutral. So if your thought is, this isn't working, I'm not making any progress, rather than letting that thought keep playing out, you might want to, like a, a more helpful thought might be to think like I can change or change is possible. So you haven't, you, we don't have to disprove that you're not making progress. <laughs> Sometimes that can be helpful, but we don't want to disprove that. We just want it. But you'll notice that if you're thinking that change is possible I can, or it's possible for me to change, then or then that helps you feel like rather than feeling stuck and discouraged, it's possible for me to change makes you feel a little bit more optimistic. It makes you feel a little bit more more positive and if you're thinking it's possible for me to change then you're more likely to to want to keep going rather than give up so that's that that's that can that can be a a really helpful way to solve that problem and then just focus on that new thought and actually practice thinking that new thought of what and whatever your new thought is like putting it on a post-it and writing it in your daily practice and or setting a reminder of your phone like having it on your bathroom mirror just so every time you think the old practiced negative thought of this isn't working go no I can change no I can change and just keep bringing yourself back to the the positive thought or it might be like I don't have to do this perfectly like it could be something from our um from our our philosophy that that there might be a thought there that you can think of or like it might be it feels really good to be and feels so good to be intentional so rather than thinking this isn't working thinking like if the main thought you're having about being naturally healthy is it feels really good to be intentional then if you're thinking that you're like yeah it feels really good to be intentional which is true and so then you're more likely to do your daily practice and you're more likely to in the moment coach yourself in in the moment and listen to your body and then be and be intentional with your serving sizes and then you will like the scale will start to move and then that kind of shifts everything but shifting that thought first is the thing that helps to to turn the ship in the direction that you want it to to go so does anyone have any thoughts that they're like did anyone uncover any thoughts that they would like to share um, or that they are struggling, that that feel really true and hard that that you'd like to 
um, get some help on in terms of finding a new thought to focus on in terms of solving your problems. Someone must have an example. You can just type it in the chat if you can't be on the on the call. Marisa, did you? We, I thought you were going to unmute. Um, oh, no. Um, I'll basically, put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, what happened. The first thing I wrote was drawing a blank. <laughs> right. And then I said, uh, I, I wish I could have started um, weight with weight loss um, instead of having gained weight after the new year. And because uh, I feel like I was going backwards. But this week I've lost six pounds now that I have my new little structure. And before you even said, like, come up with a new um, way of thought, I had started writing, I'm happy that there's movement on the scale. And it, it doesn't matter now that things are backwards because I'm moving in the right directions and I have the correct tools. So I kind of already you already coached yourself. I love it. Yeah, own, so I kind of felt good about yeah. that. Amazing, isn't that amazing? Yeah, and so just think when you when you're thinking I'm heading in the right direction and I have the correct tools. Yeah, you feel really empowered, don't you? And then you feel motivated yeah. to keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. Well done, Marisa. Like, oh, let thanks. yourself feel really good about that. Like you've got. So is there um. Is there anything that's feeling hard about your new your e new eating um, regime? No, not really. I'm I'm drinking about a hundred ounces of water a day, which I thought was gonna be hard, but I'm kind of like um I I cracked a tooth last week. So I have to like make sure that it's not too cold or not too hot. Oh, <laughs> like, right. This is pretty sensitive. I, I'm getting it fixed on Wednesday. So, um, but other than that, um, I think that everything's going really well. Um, they won't, they, they don't want me to eat like, like if I have something for lunch, they don't want me to have that same thing for dinner. So it's forcing me to make meals. Um, but like, I might have the same thing for lunch for a couple of days, but then I'm trying to like mix it up. I just haven't had like everything on their, their recipe plan yet. Um, but I'm getting a, a butcher box delivery oh, tomorrow. So I'm going to get new proteins. Um, so I'll be trying some new things. Um, but I, I've been, you know, trying a few different things. I've been eating a lot more green things. So that's good. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And yeah. it sounds like you're enjoying the change of scene. Like it sounds like you. Yeah. And uh, but, and I have been enjoying my meals. There hasn't been anything that I've been like, oh, it's gross or anything. So I'm, I'm making sure that I'm I'm enjoying the food and I feel satisfied when I'm done. And if I don't feel satisfied, I go and have like a, a big pickle or a cucumber, just kind of make sure that I feel that satisfied full feeling. Amazing. And, Amazing. You know. But I'm just eating the two meals a day and doing the intermittent fasting. I thought that that would be more difficult because I was always used to eating breakfast. Um, I was always going to Dunkin' Donuts and getting my bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel or wraps. And I, I don't really miss that. So Amazing. I'm kind of happy that I've gotten rid of that. 
Yeah, and that's like saving your time in the morning, like you're getting and like saving me money, saving and, you money. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So there's heaps <laughs> and, of um, benefits to doing that. I bought a bunch of like herbal tea, so I I have like a big herbal tea at my desk in the morning, um, for, you know, in yeah. in lieu of a breakfast, I'll just been drinking tea now, kind of like you drink tea, right? <laughs> I, I do it all day. Yeah, exactly. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm trying different things. I I found some seaweed snacks that I like to crunch on. So yeah, seaweeds are so so delicious. Hey, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm trying little different things here and there to kind of like get me through it. But nothing's been difficult. Definitely, yes, don't right. feel like, um, you know, someone invited me out for a, a birthday celebration. They're like, oh, I want to buy you a, a coffee and a piece of cake. And I, I declined the cake. And, you know, so that, that was like the only difficult thing. But I did have a cup of coffee with them. And that was fine. I I use stevia. I'm not usually into like sweeteners like that. But and I, I just used a little bit and it was like really ultra sweet. Like, whoa. <laughs> So, um, I, yeah, I have to learn about things like that, but it was, it was good. So you had like, so you was, so you, so you did, you went out and you had the coffee and you had got to have the connection with your friend and you didn't yeah, have any Yeah, I cake bought a and... bunch of my pens and oh, we, amazing. we peeked over our pens. So I actually sat there for like two and a half hours talking to this person who literally just met her and we had such a good time that I wasn't thinking about food at all. So you didn't feel deprived that you were missing out on cake because you set that intention no. of like, no, I'm going to go and have coffee. And yeah. yeah, she either too. So that was good. Like I wasn't watching somebody, you know, chow down on anything. So <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> yeah. But even if you had, she had it, I think like you can do, you can do that. If you've got your thoughts right of like, this is what I want is to stay focused on my weight loss journey. And I'm, I'm right. going to have a coffee with this and like, it's going to yeah. taste good. I'm not missing out. Well, that yeah. was the whole thing. I was like, you know, I just started my my weight loss journey. I'm like, I don't need a piece of cake on the first week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, amazing. maybe down the road it would have been okay, but not the first week. I'm I really want to like see, you know, and six pounds. I mean, I've gone on diets before and lost like eleven pounds in the first week, but this is. I'm like, you know what? It's okay if it's slow and steady. It's been like a, a pound a day, and I'm okay with that. It's because if it comes off too fast, it'll come right back on. Yeah. And it's actually better for you to feel satisfied and for it to mm -hmm. be sustainable than if you, because right. if you start feeling deprived at all, that's going to make it hard. And then it's right. you're going to like, you'll stop sooner. Whereas if you make sure, keep doing what you're doing about feeling satisfied, that's going yeah. to keep going. Amazing. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, I love it, Marisa. And I love that you yeah. were able to coach yourself on that that thought. Like, let yourself feel really good about that. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't Thanks. matter. I'm making progress. Let's focus on that. Yeah. So, yep. and do you think that, that, like, your thought from last week was like, you know, I've got this? Like, is that yeah. the thought that's fueling you? Yeah. I, I, I definitely think I've got this. I feel like, um, I just feel like that was the structure that I needed. I needed somebody to say, here's like a, a little map. I'm not following it to a T, but it's giving me the ideas that I needed 
for the foods that I, I was just like, what am I supposed to eat? Yeah, <laughs> like it was just so open wide, which is great for the future. But right now I need to lose the weight. Get me to a place where, you know, I'm, I can be more active. And right now I, you know, I can't even like do a lot because my knees are killing me. So like, I'm just too heavy. So I've got to get the weight off and and then okay. I can worry about like I've, changing up the menu more yes, later on. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Keep up the amazing work, Marisa. And keep that thought Thanks. like, like I've got this, like keep I everyone, everyone I want you to like borrow Marisa's thought. Like <laughs> think about like, if you're currently thinking I'm not making progress, if you're spending all your time thinking I'm not good making progress, you're just feeling more demotivated, demotivated, then it's going, making you feel bad, then you're snacking and grabbing whatever. Whereas if you're like really focused on this thought, I've got this, this is what I want, then you're more likely to be intentional in the moment. You're more likely to like listen to your body. Like it's just these thoughts really have a huge impact on the results. If I've got this, everybody here. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. Okay, no, keep up the amazing work, Marisa. Thanks for sharing. Okay, so who else has a thought that they um, uncovered that they know isn't helping them that would like to get to, to coach on? Anyone? Someone must have a thought that's an unhelpful thought, a sneaky thought that they need help with. Adine, tell me. <laughs> so it's not it's not a food related thought, but um, I just found out recently that I could possibly apply for a disability tax credit. It's tax season in Canada, so um, for my girls and their ADHD, and if it happened, it would be a lot of money, and it would really, uh, you know, relieve some pressure financially from the household, which would really be amazing. But it's a really big deal. It's a medical, you have to get to the medical doctor. It costs several hundred dollars to even get that, that process to start. And I just am stuck on how much sort of prep work I have to do. And if things are ever so slightly wrong, then they won't approve it. And I just am in this, what if I fail feeling of. Thought, what if so I fail? I'm paralyzed of the, what if I fail? <sighs> And I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to say, but if I don't do it at all, then then you're it's failing. Not possible. You're definitely, yeah, yes. yeah. Which I know, I know intellectually, and my tired brain says, Yeah, but I'm tired. <laughs> and I just I suck. Yeah. Of course, um, if that's the thought, I'm tired and I suck. <laughs> that's gonna make it real. <laughs> and it's like all this pressure. If I get it wrong, it's gonna like cost me millions of dollars like yeah like so yeah but it wouldn't be millions well no not, no, 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 no no we'll no, never it would yeah, never yeah, be millions yeah, yeah, yeah of course <laughs> but but still like yeah but, but it feels that way yes yeah but what so what if we just switch it to rather thinking about all the hardness and all the risk of it going wrong like they want the right people to get the like they have this, this they want they want to compensate the the right people. You know you're the right person, so there's that congruence. It's not like you're trying to scam them. It's like no, my children no. really have this thing. It's like I'm legit. So yeah. maybe the thought just is like, like, and maybe it's rather is. Do you think like just like I can do this? Like maybe or 
but maybe maybe it's that maybe it's more that the 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 that that we deserve it right like that the thought oh, yeah, of that yeah if we aren't trying to do we aren't trying to go around the system we we are yeah. it's 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 legitimate all all the things um yeah that that i have the right to make this claim maybe that's a good better thought there we Indo. go yeah like we right. like yeah we we deserve this claim and then if you're thinking we deserve it you're going to show up like you're going to focus you're going to get it done but and it's going to be from this place of yeah we legit like we we deserve it like the this is this is yeah. And see, and that's just taking all the drama and the fear away. Like you're feeling when you're thinking we deserve it, it's like, yeah, of course they're going to give it to us. And you're feeling yeah. more confident and you'll be focused yeah. and you'll get your, you, it will be like, you'll get it done perfectly. It'll be great. We deserve it. There we go, Dean. Excellent, Excellent self-coaching. <laughs> that's exciting, Dean. How fun. <laughs> okay. Jen said, I can't talk today, um, but I was surprised when I was writing that I wrote, Will I really be able to keep the weight off since I've never have before? I didn't even know I was thinking it. So I'm not sure it's a problem, but it's apparently there. Yeah. And these sneaky thoughts, they like work beneath the surface, Jen. So, so that's why getting, writing them, like getting it, this thought, like that doing that brain dump is so helpful. And interesting though, a lot of times, like, like when you shine light on it, like just like, will I be able to really be able to keep the weight off since I never have before? And so on my one one as on one hand you can go well like of course that that thought's lurking in the back of my mind because i that's true i haven't kept it off before and so like that's legit and so you don't have to like you know disprove that of course that doubt, little doubt's there and also then but then remind yourself oh yeah but actually every other time I was restricting and I was denying myself stuff and I wasn't having fun baking and I was doing all these hard things that I didn't want to keep doing. And so of course the weight kept on, came back on. Whereas now there's nothing that I'm doing that I don't want to keep doing. Therefore the, like it, you can, and so you can just coach yourself in that moment to go, no, but this is different because I'm approaching it in a different way. So what happened in the past actually doesn't apply now and then you can just move on so yeah so good Jen to have that awareness though and just of, of like little thoughts like that okay um Tracy yeah so Tracy your question on um on set points <laughs> and your body readjusting to lower your set point so I don't like I just yeah I don't believe that that our bodies have a set point. I don't think there's like something external. I think that we have habits and we eat a certain amount of food. And so it can, sometimes it can feel like there's a set point, but it's because we, we, we generally like we go back to our old habits of eating a certain amount of food and that causes our weight. It's, it's the food, amount of food that we eat that causes our weight to be what it, what it is. And so Rather than it being, like, I think the idea of a set point that we can't control or that we don't have influence over is very disempowering. So I don't like to think of it in that way. I like to think of it in that, okay, I've got some habits that tend to keep me at this way. If I keep doing those habits, of course, I'm going to stay at this way. And so you could think of that as a set point, but I would prefer to think of it as 
my habits because then I have influence, I have agency over my habits and I can change them. And so, because if it's like this set point that's external, then you like feel powerless and like you can't do anything about it. So thinking about it in terms of, yep, it's my habits. It's just what I mean. And not from a guilting, shaming, like negative thing. It just matter of fact, like this is, this is where it's at. Okay. I've got these habits. They're causing my, my weight to be at this, 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 this number. And so if I want it to move, I just need to change my habits. And so when, and just think like if I, if your thought is, I just need to change my habits, that feels doable. Hey, like it feels possible. It feels empowering. And so that's, that's my approach to it. And then of course, that begs the next question of like, which habits? <laughs> and that's why we have like our process for NHC and it's around all around, like just really focusing on the intentionality. So then you go into the, okay, which habits? The most, probably the most important habit is like the amount of food that you're serving yourself out when you're eating your meals. And or actually the most important habit is like the grazing one. But if you're not grazing, then if you're like serving yourself out food and being intentional with your snacks, the next habit is, okay, mine's grazing. Amazing, Tracy. So good to know. So great, great. So I've got this grazing habit. It's keeping me at this weight. Okay. So I could keep grazing <laughs> if I want, like, and keep staying at this weight and keep that habit, or I can do some work on changing that habit and just do some experience with myself of like, so first thing would be Tracy is to like, yeah, like, like is to rather than graze, like whenever you are going to have a snack, like serving yourself something out, sitting down and having it, like making it, setting an intention around it. Or if you want to go a whole hog and go like, like, like you can actually go, okay, I'm going to just, you could actually just go, okay, I'm going to stop grazing and then go on to my having proper meals. So if that feels like, if you could, you could do it either like one big ch habit change, which some people find more helpful, or you could just do the little habit change. Which of those do you think would be more helpful for you right now, Tracy? Right now, I think um, over the last last week was my birthday, Valentine's Day, and my oh, youngest happy birthday. birthday. Thank oh, you. So my youngest there birthday. Were, there were lots of treats around the house that aren't usually here. And well, actually, over the last month, let me cover up the the weight pit. Can you mm -hmm. see? Yeah. Been right, kind of right. covering, which yeah. I think is probably actually good because over the holidays, I actually gained three pounds. So here um, you can kind of, you can kind of see the, the up and down where it is, you know, just kind of, it'll go up and uh, go up, go back down again, go up and go back down again, which was kind of why I was asking is, you know, is that, because I've heard about set point for like decades. Yeah, it's a diet thing. That, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a, a thing out, the theory out there that, you know, probably like a lot of other theories is there's not much to, um, but I did have a, a win last week with uh, birthdays. My husband took me out for dinner and I wanted lasagna, a glass of wine and some tiramisu. And when we got to the restaurant, I added in a, a side salad. And the intention when the lasagna showed up was I'm going to take two thirds of this home with me, which I did with the intention that, you know, I've got a teenage boy that'll probably like this. My husband took home half of his pizza, the pizza one with the teenager which meant that I actually got three meals out of that piece of lasagna. Amazing. Yeah. So I got, you know, two extra lunches out of that as well, because I didn't snarf down the entire thing at dinner 
that night. And you had space for tiramisu. I love it. Yes, I did. And a glass of wine. Uh, Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, great, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. So since notice how like that felt really good to be intentional in that way. Mm -hmm. Hey. Yeah. 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 I think things will probably get easier as, you know, we don't have the Valentine's candy and birthdays around the house you know, this coming week, because most of that's been pretty much wiped through. And despite having all that around, I didn't really, you know, I didn't see my weight go up. The trend line still is actually, um, the average is still actually down a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Just not a whole lot. You were the one that made those choices, Tracy. So you're the one Mm -hmm. that's, that did that. Like let yourself feel good about this. This isn't just some random set point thing. Like you, you're the one that's doing that. Yeah. Does that feel good? I still managed to have some holidays, you know, or some celebrations and not, pack on a bunch of weight <laughs> amazing yeah so, so let yourself feel good about that yeah yeah excellent so how do you like so focus for this week going forward Tracy what are your what would you like well to... um I'm thinking that well let's see here we have got I've got a week off of school um my son has his class on Tuesday we're both off at the end of the week um so I probably um it's going to be a little easier probably to go ahead and do some meal planning so I've noticed one of the kind of sticking points I've had over the last several months is I take um I take a class that um is in the evening and last semester through the first part of NHC, I was taking two classes. One was during the day and the other one was in the evening. And my younger boy who's still at home with us is taking a college class where he's out two evenings a week. And so that, um, having dinners, something easy and something actually my husband is able to put together for us as we're driving home so that I'm coming in to the house not um wanting to pick at stuff while I'm fixing dinner because it's yes. already ready. I'm right thinking that what I might need to start doing is doing some um uh, instead of having pre-made um grocery store stuff, frozen stuff um in the freezer that cooks up that my husband can cook up easily is I do some batch cooking where that can be pulled out of the freezer same thing but it's something that i made instead of something you know like uh, a okay. food company great made. yeah oh. okay do you want to are you okay to stay on a little bit longer tracy and, and yes. keep coaching okay so if anyone needs to go naomi just um said she had to had to go um please feel free free feel free to jump off but yeah just choose one thing to focus on this week and mm-hmm. if you are struggling with like if you're noticing sneaky thoughts that come up post in the group let me know and we can work on work on those but yeah keep up the amazing work everyone um yeah so Tracy I love that idea of of having meals ready so then you're not going to be yeah so tell me more about the grazing though like you said well I think a lot of it I notice a lot of it comes into when um I'm hungry before we start before dinner and before I start cooking dinner and I'm picking as I cooking. Eat. And part of it is because I'm quite hungry. hungry. So I need to get, you know, started cooking earlier on the nights that we're not away from the house uh, in class. Well, um, the other something- option is, Tracy, that I found really helpful is to actually 
and like having it, bringing an intentional snack Intention that of, I have. Yeah, going, dinner's going to be ready in 45 minutes to an hour. You're not going to die. No, but actually like, wait. no, but I, I actually know rather than you could, you can't, well, that's one option, but I actually found it more helpful to have like my yogurt and seeds. So I will have that like, okay. Like, I'll, so I, I'll just, I'll have it. Sometimes I'm having it like just before I start cooking dinner, but actually then I'm, going into the kitchen not ravenous and it makes uh -huh. a huge difference to how much I pick at when I am cooking so would that feel good to you do you think or that would you prefer would to coach yourself I, th I think there are actually some nights where I've actually done something similar to that but I was thinking gosh you know you should have just waited until no, dinner was no. ready because then you know but I probably I don't know if I would have just overeaten at dinner because I was so hungry at that yeah, point. Yeah. So I think um, it's actually, it's, it's actually say, for most what, people. Yeah. Have something set up where, yeah, you can pick, I can pick up something, you know, some sort of quick snack or something that I can have eat before I start cooking so that, you know, I'm not grazing on the nuts while I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it is you still have nuts, but you just serve them out in a bowl. You sit yeah, and I take a couple of minutes to. Yeah, I have it first, them. and then I go. And then set your intention of okay, I've had something now. I'm not going to die. I'm going to cook without <laughs> picking, picking, mm -hmm. and setting that intention can really change. Yeah. So how would like that? But how would you feel if that's your focus this week? Tracy is to like bringing that up that pre-dinner snack bring in a, an, an intentional snack right before dinner instead of something um like mid-afternoon and maybe hold that off or split it up yeah if you want to um, yeah or e either or yeah whatever would feel best for you mm -hmm. or maybe you could do an experiment on a couple of days and see how that goes mm -hmm. yeah. yeah sounds good just do that do that one thing mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and maybe that is what something I was doing that and didn't realize it and was treating myself like, hey, you know, you're you're grazing and you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And giving yourself you know, the permission. Hey, I'm really hungry and I need a little something to tide me over until dinner. And that way, then I'm maybe not eating quite as much of it. Exactly. And so yeah, just diving like into the. Yeah, because when you get over hungry, then it's harder to like. I definitely notice that if I'm over hungry, it's harder for me to listen to my body and stop. Like I kind of want to keep eating. Whereas if mm -hmm. you, yeah, if you like experiment with that snack, that's okay. being intentional with it. And that's one thing to focus on this week. Great, Tracy, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Okay, Carol, did you? Um. I do have a problem that's okay. Carol said, remove pin. Um, I do have a problem getting started on a project. It's not necessary. I have many choices. Did you want to coach on that, Carol? Well, yes, I do. But I also want to say that, um, you know, I kind of had a derailment with my husband's bike fall. Oh, yeah. You and said it, this yeah. week, just so many of the tools have been working. You know, but just for me, it was, I had some spicy almonds <laughs> All right. and just, I left a little uh, bowl of those out. And I thought there was even one night when I thought, okay, I'm having a salad, but maybe I've had already enough protein. I'll just throw in a couple pieces of chicken, you know, include the nuts as part of the protein that I've been eating, you know, just 
in that little hour before dinner or something. But right. you suggested that I have protein at noon. And I can tell you that absolutely works. Amazing. You know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had kind of this mentality of one main meal and two snacks. But I to throw that away and just focus more on the protein, I ate the meatball with a little pasta and some veggies for lunch. And I wasn't hungry most of the afternoon. Amazing, I amazing. I love it, Carol. Yeah. 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 So that's why when supper came, you know, I had been snacking on, on a few nuts that my friend gave me. And I thought, oh, those are really good. And I thought, you know, I'm not really that hungry yet for supper. So maybe if I just have the salad and add a little bit of chicken and, you know, just maybe that'll be enough today. And it was actually. Amazing. You know, so intentional with that. Just yeah. listen and and letting letting myself eat to satisfaction instead of eating the whole thing. I mean, they, they're really working. But now I said I just want to get back to where I was, where I was so excited. <laughs> but there's I mean, been this steady little decline all week long since. You know, well, and so I thought, good being intentional, Carol. It, it so good, and yeah. But anyhow. I, I have hesitated to ask, but I thought, Jewish, you're so good at coaching. <laughs> I I bump into this frequently, and I just did again last week. I opened a box of quilting and sewing supplies, and I saw about 10 projects in different bags. And I have a stitchery, not quite complete. I have a sweater that just needs the arms finished. Right. You know, and... I realize I'm stuck getting started. Okay. And do you think this thought it's not necessary is the thought that's... Well, it, it's preventing me from getting things done. Right. And I don't understand the block. Right. So maybe the, like you don't have to understand it, Carol, but I would just try asking yourself, like, what do I want to work on? And just seeing, seeing what comes up because that's going to connect and with I, you. And Brain. something about just being free to choose or it's not attached to some th something necessary yeah that i'm i'm just freely choosing and that i think is part of the uncomfortability yeah right because maybe choose? in the past you've done a pro like you've your projects have been you're doing it for someone else and there's been a time frame yes yeah or with someone yeah, or we're right. in a class yeah. Or, and it, what's going on with just freely choosing? I get because then I there's don't... then there's the there's this there's probably a, a counter sneaky thought about making the wrong choice. Or or I'm missing something. Yeah. And the thing is or, that when, when you make when you choose something, and this is for all of us for all of life, when like whenever we choose one thing, that means we're automatically saying no to a hundred million actually if you think about it like like you're saying no to like billions of other options right you could yeah. you could like with what you're going to do with your time and so just rather than that being a problem just go oh yeah of course like I'm going to be missing out on on I'm going to be missing out on 99% of the opportunity opportunities in the world that I could be doing with this time but this is what I want like so by checking in with what you want then that can that can help help you to make that choice freely. Okay. 
and giving yourself permission to want what you want and just it, it, play around I, with that. What is this permission thing? You know, there's no right wrong here. There's a lot of freedom. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But there, there's in the back of your mind that there is this thought about it being wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. It is. We are fascinating <laughs> creatures, that's for sure, Carol. <laughs> yeah. So interesting going into all of these other feelings. And maybe um, maybe that's the chimpanzee at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just experiment with, like, what do I want? And just connecting with what you want and doing it out of desire. Like, Okay. Yeah, amazing, Carol. Great. I'm going to put your coach on that. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yay. Okay. We might wrap up there unless does anyone did anyone have anything they wanted to coach on before we before we finish? No? We're good. Okay. Well have a fantastic week, everyone. Remember, it feels so good being intentional. Um keep up Thank the amazing you. work, Carol and everyone. And um yeah, yeah I'll see catch you guys next week. Okay. Bye.